There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I'm no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Oh God! Here it comes. Thank you, Randy. Now, remember, uh, before we left, we had uh, this incredible gem. From uh, the guy who was here yesterday. Did he pull any of these uh, things yesterday out That's at the Bank Park? The N-word. You know what the N-word is? It's <laughs> No, no, no. It's the nuclear word. <laughs> See, now that one we had fun with with Trump. Now we've got this guy. And I still, I'll, I'll ask the question, why is anybody in bed with either side? This is who's running the other side. And in, in fairness, you know, political season, equal time, this happened. Brett showed us this just a second ago. I find this hysterical. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. That's right. Those two <laughs> words, made in America, are going to live in our brains forever. The most powerful two most words. powerful <laughs> two words. You know which one we're talking about, the N-word. No, 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 no. <laughs> two words, made in America. Maybe you say made in America. <laughs> you say the N-word again. Nuclear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So these are the guys we're uh, counting on to, to right the ship. <laughs> Man. Wow. We're screwed. Yeah, that's uh But he's right. Two of those words are really good. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. I wish I wish he'd have just skipped the in. That's you start sure that's not blazing words. saddles. Made America. Yeah. <laughs> made America. And Brett would have gone like, go, we're made Americans. <laughs> blazing saddles. Idiots abound, everyone. <laughs> Idiots abound. And you guys just uh, keep fighting over them. I love this one. Why? He's a doddering old man. Well, I love this one. Why? He's a doddering old man. <laughs> Stop loving them. Start loving yourself and your area around you and watch it all improve. Quit making heroes out of these pinheads. <laughs> Get them off. You know what we should be arguing about? Now, look, I already know my situation there in Pittsburgh. If I get emails from people about the Steelers. And, ah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm 50. Six Super Bowls. Six losing seasons since I've been an infant. I'll take a bad year. We're due. 18 years with a quarterback at the helm and everything. Got to start fresh. It's not easy to watch. It's certainly new to me. I, sh- I wanted to call Brett and go, how do you get through this? How do you? Because Brett's dealt with it so <laughs> many. How, how do you do it? 
And I'm not saying that from an arrogant standpoint. You're a Bengals fan. You never really got too invested in the bad years, which is smart. How do you do it as I mean, a Bears fan? So many four-win seasons. After a while, you just go in with zero expectations. It's like, all How right, this is fun. just what it is. But there's the problem is that for me, watching my Steelers suffer greatly is new. And I already kind of know, at least I hope, they're going to have this figured out in a year or two. You know, we're not going to sit in this muck for like see, the Bears. For see, I can't even. Years. I can't even say that they're going to have it figured out in a year or two because the Bears won't. Right. That's so what I, I mean, mean, so yeah. how do you go into a year going? Well, we're pretending to rebuild, but I know how this story ends. Well, I mean, it's it's almost the same way as like you being a Cubs fan for so long. There you, you, go. you know, your entire life, and then finally in, in sixteen they got it. And, but, but you know what's funny about the Cubs? We always had expectations. Really? Yes, and it's weird. Like Cub fans were so delusional, and the, again, the worst. I've talked to several of my friends who are fans of Cubbies. The worst thing that ever happened to Cubs fans is that they won that World Series. Oh yeah, it took all the pressure off ever caring again. Uh, we'll go to the game and have a good time, but I'm not invested like I was before. It's like we got the thing. Run from it. I can't go through that yeah. again. It's it's uh, yeah. It's like getting CTs'd all the time, and then finally she delivers, and you're like, okay. Just, you know what, every once in a while I'll go bang that thing and leave it alone. She's going to drive you nuts. She's, she's a crazy bitch, the Cubs. But you keep wanting her more and more and more, and she never puts out. She finally put out and was like, that's enough. It wasn't what I expected. I'm leaving. But the Steelers are terrible. Uh, the Cardinals have a glaring issue, and, I mean, it is just glowing on the field that their head coach is not good at coaching football. Something's wrong with Cliff Kingsbury, how he oh. manages the clock. Well, he can't do anything about Tapping that, that last slide. Yes, he oh, can. Yeah, he can. You teach him. You, you first <laughs> Get the and first foremost, you, you, have, you make sure that everybody's hyper aware of what's going on. That is yeah. the, uh, the ultimate in coaching. I'm with you. Is to have everybody's brain on the right page. They thought Kyler had the first down. That's on the coach to sit back and let that thing tick, tick, tick away when he's thinking, well, we got it, right? No, you didn't. And you need to know that you as the coach need to be the, the overseer of everything. And then that poor kicker. Did and, you see? Oh, they showed all the all warm-up. the shanks warming up. They they, they showed like this is what this what this jackass was doing before the game. I don't think he hit one. Shank right, shank right, shank right, and then he shanks it to the right. But I I honestly think that I mean I think someone put a fin on the ball to make it. I mean that <laughs> thing it scooted so hard. I felt right. bad for Cardinal fans because it was a very winnable game, and it felt like your coach made it so you couldn't. And it wasn't, and the kick at the end was tough because it was just a tie up. But there were so many little moments you're like, man, he's managing that clock about as badly as you can manage a clock. The play calling got weird. Uh, everything got just strange. And it starts off bad. Every game starts off without a plan. And that's when you know your coaches think. That's what the Steelers are dealing with right now. Coordinators have terrible plans. We get blasted out of a stadium in the first 20 minutes, and then you're just playing catch up if you can. Kingsbury just wants to get the hell out of there. You've seen his Instagram, I Poe. Told I told mean, you at on. the beginning of yeah. the year this was trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that, that girl that's at his house is makes it so football is priority like R. Yeah. Look at Tom Brady. Got into a debate with uh, some friends on Saturday night. Uh, men stood on one side, women stood on the other of the Tom Brady-Giselle Bunch and divorce. And my friend Jim says to me, he goes, uh, Giselle's uh, mad because he's still playing football. And I simply said, well, she knew what he was. She signed up for it. And all the ladies are like, well, that's not fair. I mean, what if he said he's going to quit? But you have to understand, when you, none of us will grasp this. I can say it, and I still don't understand it. When you're the greatest in the world of all time at a thing, 
You don't want to put that down. You're not ready. You, and, and when you were the second best player in football last year, and now you're like, I'm still the like the greatest player. Like I can, I still have the capability of being a top five player. I'm not leaving yet. And your wife's like, you gotta leave, you gotta leave, you gotta leave. Guys are gonna think what a bitch, and women are gonna think this guy's a dick. He's leaving his family. But she signed up for his lifestyle of not being home from August till February. That she's known that for years. Now she wants that, and like I want you to be and there. It's and not be like healthy. he's not there at all. Too, he he but, even says he's not. Yeah, because the dude's married to football. Yeah, that's his true love. She's second. Kingsbury's first love is in his house right now, taking Instagram shots of her pooper. You blame him, and I don't blame him no. at all. <laughs> I could because he's not the greatest of all time. He may love football, but it isn't his passion or his true love. Once that ass starts waving around. We're going to lose Cliff Kingsbury, oh, yeah. and I think you've lost him because guess what? He can feel down in the dumps and be miserable all day long, and he comes home, and that girl taking Instagram shots of her butthole is standing in that AstroTurf backyard by that pool and those two fire things that we all saw on TV. are like, man, Cliff's got it made, and suddenly he doesn't care about the game. He needs to be thinking about it like, a me- like at 8.30 last night. He was home going, this is great. The last thing you want from your head coach in football is a good feeling. At all, the day of a loss. I don't want him to have any good feelings at all. I want that to permeate through. This is his life, and he eats every ounce of misery. With a, You absorb the loss. You, you think, you go home and you're like, oh, she made some noodles and she's putting them on her, on her snooch, and I'm going to get to chow down on that for a little while and play with those huge fake cans and she's going to do some Instagram shots in the pool. And I'm going to, this girl is destroying Coach Kingsbury. And look at that. He lost yesterday. He's sitting with the team, guys, and you know what? We got a lot of work to do. We're going to absorb this one, and uh, we're going to watch the film. And he's watching film, and then that wanders in the room and says, Cleef. Oh, Pappy. Cleef, look, my butthole. And he's like, uh, that's his backyard right there. Ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. We're looking at pictures now. That's probably his kitchen while she's, she's taking lingerie shots while he's at work. Yeah, go ahead. Take a timeout. He checks his phone after that depressing loss yesterday. And then she's like, do these jeans make my ass look perfect? <laughs> like, yes, they do. I'll be home in five minutes. <laughs> I mean, stop with this. He's got a girlfriend. That's different. Tom has a wife. And if anybody who has ever had a wife knows, the last thing you want to do is go home. <laughs> you know, find stuff to do with the boys, even on a bad day. Yeah, Sedona's never looked so good. Yeah, there she is in Sedona Man. in a pair of shorts that would fit a three-year-old. She's Jesus got that on his Microsoft Christ. Surface. Looking at that on the sidelines. Oh, oh he's yeah. analyzing plays. By the by, who do you think's taking those pictures? <laughs> She's standing out in the middle of Sedona. Somebody's snapping that shot, and I know who it is. It's the beard, and he should be working. You can't date that. Zell Bunsen's not that hot. She's got a little bit of me face in there. Sometimes I look at her and go, eh, we have the same nose. If Giselle Bunsen stood next to me in a picture... You'd be like, oh, she's like the pretty one in the family and her big, dumb, ugly brother. I could pass as a relative with this giant schnoz. I'm not pretty. I wouldn't be a pretty woman. She's got a great body, but that face of hers isn't this. Tom is married to football. Football is priority one. That's why Giselle's been mad. And then you see all the, the news stories that come out. It's like, it's been 10 years she's been angry at him about this. You signed up for this. You married Tom Brady. You married the greatest of all. Ryan Sandberg, Chicago Cubs manager. Or Chicago Cubs second baseman. First million dollar a year player. Like a $10 million contract he got in the 80s. 
a monster, had it all, one of the best players ever, Hall of Fame, all this stuff, retired from baseball to be with his family. Within a year, he's coaching the Lehigh Valley Steel Pigs or whatever that yeah. team's called because yeah. he's got to get back out there. It, Urban Meyer, who's notorious dickhead, quit Florida. I just got to spend more time with that family of mine. I mean, my wife's giving me heat. I got a headache went away in six months. <laughs> six months later, he's coaching again. And he, and he did it in Utah. He did it in Florida. He, every time they say I got to spend more time with my family, that basically means the wife's like, I hate your lifestyle. We need to do more of this and that. She's nagging him about quitting, and he does. And the guy's in love with football. I don't think many Giselle, people can understand 42 that. years old. Yeah, if she still was the top supermodel, would she quit? Nope. No, she still posts pictures of herself. Yeah, if you said butt. you were the greatest of all time, still as a supermodel, you don't want to put that down. Yeah, on a much lower. You'd have to understand a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, she needs to have that on that side, but on a much lower scale. My when I took this job, my goal was fifteen years, and then I'll figure out something else because I didn't want to stick around too long, outstay my welcome. And then 15 years happened in a blink of an eye, and yeah. we're gangbusters. We're still doing great. And I'm like, why would I put this down? Why would I leave? It's we're a, still doing it. We're st- it is. Yeah. We're still good. They still want to pay me. They're, everybody's happy. Five more, LA 20. We'll go to 20. And by, by year 18, I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? I'm going to drive this into the earth. We can be, we can be 40, 48, 50 years of them paying us and come in 30th place. I don't care. We've proven ourselves. It's gravy from here on out. Sorry, Brett, you're only in on the last couple of years, but Brady and I don't care anymore. We're just milking it until they stop paying us. But we're still loving it. You still have fun. I still like it. I hate getting up in the morning. I still like being here. You don't want to quit that. And it's, uh, you know, ask any old man who's trying to retire. And it's true of, I can't imagine Tom Brady's life. My dad, I had to sit and talk with him at 73 that he started to take on extra jobs at his work. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, you need to step away. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 I can't. I've got too many projects. I'm like, someone will do them. Like within a week of you being gone, it's like you're never there. You're covered. You're fine. That place goes on without you. Well, what am I going to do? And there it was. The fear of what am I going to do? That's why people don't retire. They're like, what, what becomes, what, what is, what do I become without this identity? That and, the, you know, a lot has to do with do I have enough right. to retire on you know I can't you know there's there are plenty of people that uh, can't retire right my man Kevin Ray is an announcer that's what Tom Brady is going to do when he quits is he's the Fox number one broadcast you know Studley the guys uh, yeah. who do Fox Sports uh, Kevin is the voice of the Suns and he does Dallas Cowboys radio that dude disappears from his family completely from but now until February, and then you know the Suns are a, a drastic jump around. But I mean, that's what you sign up for. That's what the dude does for a living. And you get a couple months off in the middle. And I, I can't imagine, but he's great at what he does, and he's in demand. So I don't know why people are having such a problem with the Giselle Tom thing. See, see, women, it was a weird thing. I didn't realize it was divided like that until we all, all the guys are like, "What in the hell?" If I'm 45 and I'm still the best player in football, I'm giving it another run. I'm going to run – he's already got his body of work, and I think that's what a lot of people can't put down. He's already proven himself. What more does he need to prove? Now it is for him. Now it is for Tom Brady, and he's earned that to say, I'm going to give it one more go. He, I mean, and Ben Roethlisberger had the same thing with the Steelers. For two years he was horrible, but he'd earned the right to say, I'm going out on my terms. I'm going to go out, and he still would be playing. The Steelers kind of said that's enough. 
but it's it's that thing where you play for that long. You're like, look, this guy's allowed to be here until he doesn't want him. And a good friend will tell him you don't have it anymore. But Tom's got it. I, I, there are 15, 16, at 40, 17 at teams. 44, right? 40. 45. There's 15 yeah. teams, I think, right now that would take Tom Brady on their roster. Like, that's how you know you're still great. There's probably there's a bunch of teams that would be like, we'll take them. Like the Bears, if they had a chance at Tom Brady, oh, Justin Fields sitting down. Yeah, oh, the Steelers right now, Kenny Pickett, t- Tom Brady's playing. I mean, you look at a lot of these guys. That that is, I mean, the Niners. There's uh, you go down the list of teams that would take Tom Brady over who they currently have right now. Not just his name, but right now, like he's better than what we got going on. The Texans. Um, there's a ton of them. That's he's relevant to the game. So, but women were like, he should quit and be with his family. I'm like, why? You're the you're the greatest. Michael Jordan couldn't put it down. He played for the Wizards for I God's sake. Horrible. Though. He earned that, but it's ruining Tom's marriage. I just want to see if they get divorced. I want to see him get spousal support. Yeah, I know because she, she makes she more, makes more money. Yeah. Yeah. There's where Cliff Kingsbury screwed. Not married. This lady's a succubus. She's driving the team into the earth. I blame her and Cliff. He loses completely. his job. He loses her again. I, everybody wants to get mad at Kyler Murray. Everybody wants to. Get, Kyler Murray is basically in an offense where the coach woke up at nine and went, "What? There's a game today," and then he goes out there and goes, "Kyler, be an athlete." I, I didn't think of it. We don't have a game plan at all. Clearly, this team's running out there hoping that Kyler Murray is magic. They're, 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 this air raid offense that's been the was the. What do old people say? Ballyhooed for quite a while. I haven't seen it once. I've seen very little evidence that this offense is a, a juggernaut that can't be stopped, which was the promise. And you got yourself a tiny little quarterback who's, in my opinion, the best athlete on the field almost every time he's out there, who's going to get killed and eventually not be the best athlete out there, and you're going to see all of his flaws. He's a goof, and he screws up. He's not perfect. But yesterday's game was completely blown by the coaches. And speaking of Amazingly, uh, blown, still he went it. home and got blown by that gorgeous Instagram God model. Bless and that's point. the problem. I want to be him. Like Cliff Kingsbury, it seems like a great life. I'm an NFL coach, uh, and I am taken care of at home even after a loss. That's the thing. You need a wife that is as competitive as you. When you come home a loser, she treats you like a loser. He's going home to this Instagram girl, planning trips to Poland. Has no idea about football. No, she doesn't care. Oh, you seem so sad, Cliffy. What's wrong? We had a pretty rough loss. Would a blowjob help? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then his his dig. But you lost to your football. Did you have trouble? Did they not score the puck? Whatever. We'll just wrap him up here and get get tight around that thing. Did Ronaldo do good today? (laughs) She didn't even know which football he's watching. (laughs) Yeah. Is your team the Tom Brady team? Just put it on the put the mouth on the thing. <laughs> oh, that FIFA drives me nuts. Just goggle, goggle it. He's not. This is not. A, he's not a capable man. He's not in love with the game the way you need a man to be in love with the game. He's too in love with. It's. He's a distraction. The beard is distracted. OJ could fix this. <laughs> we should have consulted OJ Simpson. That is from Melkor Cruz. OJ can fix this is the email. Hi, Twitter world. I'm your new consultant to the coaches. And uh, just take a look at Cliff's life when we go home. Oh, my God. You can't have this beautiful blonde woman satiating all your needs after a loss. Let's get rid of that. We're going to kill her. Can't do it. Did he move to Vegas? OJ? Yeah. Yeah, he's been living there for a long time, I think, hasn't he? Oh, I thought he was in he's Palm in Springs. No, Florida. and he's not. I don't think he goes back to California. 
<laughs> because the real killer may be there. The real killer's too close. That's right. He left because he said the real yeah. killer's there. Yeah. I don't know. But Cliff has to, something has to be done there. And Cardinal fans, it's time for all of us to recognize. I'm not a fan, but I'm watching from the outside looking in, which is the safest place to see because I'm not tied to your team. There's a lot of talent on that team. It's a division up for grabs. The Rams are terrible right now. The Niners are beatable. I don't know what the hell's going on in Seattle. They're scoring all the points and they can't win a game. The Cardinals can sneak this one away. Yeah, the West is crazy. If they were just disciplined enough to do it, and they're not. And that's because their coach is thinking about blowjobs, even on days where he loses. You need, oh, you need a woman in your life to let you know when you stink. Because you know what the other option is? A lady who takes care of you when you're down. And that's called a mom. And you don't want that. You want to come home from your, crap, your crappy job and have that lady go, that was terrible. Tough day. You want her to feel every loss. You, want, you don't want her to sit there and blow you better. It would be nice. Oh, 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 wait, what? But it's motivation to win. It's like DeAndre Ayton. Take away his weed and his video game controller. The guy's going to be better. But until you take away his true love every time he doesn't perform, and in Cliff Kingsbury's case, it's BJ's from that sweet, sweet Instagram butthole. What about taking Kyler's video games away? Maybe Ky- he can learn Ky- to slide Kyler, a little bit Kyler's better. Kyler's winning. Kyler is okay. I, I'm looking at Kyler right now, and I'm like, he's not perfect, but he's playing. And he's playing in a scheme that stinks. Somehow or another, he's managed to pull two wins out with this nightmare, and it was all on him. I'll give Kyler Murray all the credit in the world. for The, the win against the Raiders was 100% Kyler Murray. 100%. No coaching, no planning. The coaches, in fact, buried him in the hole they were in in the beginning, and then Kyler did everything in his powers to make that game a, a win. Well, is D-Hop back in the mix next week? D-Hop, come, is it next week or the week after? I don't remember. It's six yeah, game, a help. total of six games, and that'll then he's help. on week seven? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, got one more, and then he's done. Yeah, so this is six games suspension. Yeah. yeah, one more. So uh, you just you have to have a, a woman that, that loves the game as much as you do, and I just don't think that's possible. Baseball players used to do that. They get rid of their girlfriends in February and March. Because they knew it was going to just be trouble. And why? The king used to request that I, I, out of his soldiers. We worked with a girl who was uh, the BJ queen f- until spring training reports. Then he couldn't do it anymore. And why? Because he was smart enough to know, look, this lifestyle I live, I go to city after city. I'm kind of a star. Uh, people throw themselves at me. It's a really bad idea for me to try to tell you that I'm you know, in this committed thing with you. And she was all okay with it. When I'm in town, I'll call you, and you can perform that thing you do. And then I'm going to go do that to another person in another city. Okay. Thank you for understanding. That's what you need. You can't have your girlfriends be that. Going home to that last night, she's got food on the table and fire. Food on the table. That's Uber Eats. I didn't say she cooked it, Fred. I didn't say she cooked it. It definitely She's got delivered. To definitely. No way. She hired out. No <laughs> oh, question. Yeah. yeah. But she took pictures in laundry putting her ass cheeks in the spaghetti. So <sighs> Happy Columbus Day. <laughs> you got a uh, load of spaghetti sauce on your butt. I know. What shall we do? I know I'm pretty depressed about the loss, but I think licking your ass is going to make that better. <laughs> Come on, Cardinal fans. Put up signs. Bird's nest. What is it? The Red Sea must rise. Ugh. Guess a big menstruation cycle. Yeah, Ugh. You got to do something about it. And I'm convinced 
wholeheartedly that Cliff doesn't have the passion it takes to be the super coach that you need for this team, especially with an emotional little guy like Webster at quarterback. He gets so sad and emotional. You need a strict, tough guy who's thinking about football 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and nothing more. If his wife's blowing him, he's looking at film while it happens, and he's kind of half interested in that just to serve a need, but still football on the brain. I like the idea that when she is giving him you know, man pleasure, little mouth hug, that he closes his eyes and he thinks of the Lombardi trophy when he finishes. That's the kind of coach I want. Like he's not thinking about her boobs or butt. Like he's thinking of that Lombardi song. Dun, 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 dun. And the trophy's getting handed down. There's confetti everywhere. <laughs> That's what I need from my coach. An irrational football lunatic that's mind doesn't leave the game. Cliff leaves the game. And that was clear yesterday. They're undisciplined. They're a little bit sloppy. And Cliff's got that ass at home we all know about. If we didn't know about it, we'd all be like, what's going on? This is a bad coach. We know why. This is not what the sports stations are going to talk about because they don't want it. But he needs to be celibate like a boxer. Boxer can't have sex with his wife for like four or five weeks before. Why? It makes him mad. It makes him angrier. It gets him, gets him in there to focus completely on boxing because they know – at the end, like a, like a rat in a maze, they're going to get some cheese. So the faster they get through that fight, that's why Mike Tyson always killed people in like a second because then you go hump Robin Givens or whoever else he had to give gonorrhea to. <laughs> anyway, I should coach the team. <laughs> Singularly focused on no hot girls ever bothering this. Trust me. It'll be fine. Got a wife. That's covered. It's like a president. You don't want a president to looking for girlfriends. You want him to have a wife, an established wife, where every once in a while you see him roll his eyes, like, ugh. And we can all relate to that. Like, oh, geez, she's complaining again. Not some girlfriend he's still trying to impress. There's too much work in that. <laughs> Next coach the Cardinals have needs to be married. I have like two kids, none of them, maybe one with special needs because that seems to go over great. Good PR. And just a just football guy. He needs to have a little tragedy porn that they can focus on every week and then start some charity in the thing. It's like Connor's Corner or something like that. Kids wheel him out there every once in a while. But, yeah, he can't have this swinging single with his dick out in Scottsdale every Friday. It's a tough combo in the NFL. What? Being a single oh, coach. A single good-looking young Whipping his wang around, flipping his, his glorious model home on, tel- on his uh, Instagram page. You're going to attract a bunch of distractions. Tons of them. And, and make no bones about it. A woman is a distraction in sports. Period. Ask anybody in the WNBA. They start dating each other, then what's going to happen? Outside he- influence. Chicks distract sports. How many women have ruined careers for men in sports? And it's the man's fault. It's not the woman just trying to be normal, but she's entering into a world that you can't understand. Pro sports, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't know how you want to tie into that outside of the cash. So many women. Mike Tyson was ruined by a woman. Completely devastated by Robin Givens. Ruined. Distracted him. Completely distracted him. Started, took his eye off the ball. He was trying to please her the whole time. Couldn't. Couldn't figure it out. Goes out there and Buster Douglas knocks his head off in Tokyo. He's never the same. Someone drugged him. Tiger Woods tried to be normal. He he knew he wasn't normal. He tried to just look normal. I have a wife, a couple of kids, all of a sudden. And then he just had a hankering for Perkins waitress buttholes, and he couldn't get enough of that. He's like, I'm not normal. 
Went back for the rogue tampy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he went back to pick up that tampon, that horrible human being chucked out the window so Tiger could hole-in-one her. Ugh. He's not normal. He doesn't understand how things work. He needs, he needs subtle distractions, and that's why we all looked at those Perkins waitresses and said, what's he doing? And it's like the dude wants something that doesn't matter. And that no one will believe when and she it's says safe. that. Yeah, it's like she, when, if she it should be safe. I believe there was a baseball player that's uh, well-known here in uh, Arizona that told me at uh, El Charo once, the fatter the better. Because when they say they had sex with you, you go like, I wouldn't have sex with her. And people will believe you. <laughs> you need a distraction. You need uh, like a little pressure valve release. And you need her to go away. I don't want to have to impress you. I don't want to have to take you to dinner. I don't want to have to ever like you. You like me, and that's all we need here. We both have that in common. And then get out. I like me, and you like me. Let's make that work. Listen, didn't didn't Usher go through that when he was passing yes. the bumps around? Oh. Usher pointed out the girl. I gave all those girls herpes. They're right. Not that one, no. That I wouldn't have sex with that pig. And everybody's like, yeah, that's true. We weren't. We were off the ward. No the case here, honey. Sorry. <laughs> right. Case dismissed. They actually asked her to leave, like it was uh, the Bachelorette. You can go. You're not getting a rose. What are you talking about? You didn't get warts from him. You got them from someone else. He wouldn't have sex. That's Usher, for God's sake. You seen him dance? He's not. He's not (laughs) sleeping with you. That guy's a magician. Uh, Get get off the stage. (laughs) This ain't no stage. This is this is a press conference and lawyers. Get off the stage, chunks. (laughs) Jesus, Lizzo, move. All right, all you attractive ladies, we believe that Usher had sex with you and probably gave you the bump. Usher? No, I did. I had sex with all those beautiful women. <laughs> and I did probably give them something. But not that. But not that big fat pig at the end. Everybody was like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> not a soul stood up for the fat girl. No, no, we all laughed like, yeah, that's true. Usher wouldn't have. And he probably did. You need a mindless, soulless, lifeless distraction. She likes you and you like you. And that's where the relationship ends. That's professional sports. It doesn't resonate with all of us. Tom Brady and Giselle's divorce is just soap opera fodder. It's crazy. I actually feel bad for the both of them because I don't know. I, I don't know how anybody goes through that. It's amazing. It's lasted as long as it did, too. Yeah, and they seem sort of happy, but I think that they put. I think they're very put on a show type people because all the all the reports are coming out. It's been a ten year struggle for her to want him in football. Now you married the greatest football player of all time, and you've hated that he plays football. It's kind of on you. I mean, it's like marrying Brady and saying, barbecue sauce, really? Yuck. I mean, what are you doing? You try, I hate that. Try, imagine that. Let's put it in those terms. Imagine if Ronnie tried to get Brady to stop eating meat. You're the greatest of all time at it. I've walk. never seen anyone better. He'd walk. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stay for He'd that. Walk. He's out. You got in trouble at home. What's the matter? Ronnie says no more meat. For you? <laughs> what a horrible human being to ask that question. I know. Doctor says it's a good idea, too, but I just don't want to put it down yet. I'm like, I'm with you, kid. You eat that meat. Make yourself happy. Your colon is packed full of that stuff. It's got to be used to it by now. But if they tried to get that done, we'd all be like, what's she thinking? She she married Brady. Brady yeah. likes meat. Can't Barbecue clip sauce. those meat you wings. Can't take meat away from Brady. But he'd be healthier. Yeah, there's a whole load of ways you'd be healthier. That's one of them, but you married him that way. I'm trying to correct him? When did you get your doctor's uh, diploma? Put it on the wall. Second that's up on the wall, I'll start listening to you. Otherwise, you're just nagging him. Hit the bricks, Teresa. 
Who's that? Mother Teresa. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> think Mother Teresa would try to make you stop eating meat? She liked when people got sick. I think she'd stuff you full of she'd meat. Make you stop eating. <laughs> she would either do that or just fill Keep you up starving. with starving. So much miserable food that you got sick, and then she's watching lay lay you down and watch it die in one of her slop houses. Anyway, if you married a guy and he was fat and you want him skinny, that's your fault. You marry a professional football player, you don't want him to play football, that's your fault. Because if he wants, if, and he just wants to keep playing, like it, maybe he is dragging it out too long, but it's what he does. You marry me and you want a guy with hair, that's your fault. You marry Brett, you want a backyard without any bodies in it, that's your fault. <laughs> it's a fact. And but, same with the guy that wants the wife to cook right. and clean. You know, you just marry the wrong person. Yes. You just kind of. You marry a girl and you're like, I want a wife who'd come, I'm dressed up like June Cleaver when I come over. The food on the table and she's not doing that because she never was that person. That's your fault. You marry a big fat girl and you want her to be skinny. When she gets skinny, she's leaving for a better looking guy. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. They don't stick around when you skinny them up. You married a big girl, you stay with a big girl. If she stay, you married, you married what you know what you married, for God's sakes. Crying out loud. <laughs> no, Brad. Brad just handed me something. It's very funny, though. Tom Alspaw. <laughs> All right, I'm not even going to read that. I'll, I'll, I'll massage Show it to Brady. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say the KKK is involved at the end in the joke, and it's a funny reference, but it's not true. It just makes it seem like you're reaching. Anyway, <laughs> Cardinal fans, I feel for you. Watching my Steelers suck has uh, made it so I can analyze the rest of the league, and I see a problem in Arizona, and it starts with the head coach. Is Maybe. Pickett the answer? Pickett, he played great. No. He's fine. It's just their coordinator. Their coaches are a mess. They've, they've got bad coordinators, and it's all going to fall back on Black Jesus. Mike Tomlin's hired these coordinators, and they're bad. They're really bad. So if he doesn't correct that soon, Mike might be out. And then he might come here. And we'll see what a coach the is recycling. like. Ooh, the dude, I tell you what, I, yeah, it is kind of yeah, it is kind of where old old Steeler cans go to get refurbished. <laughs> but if he came here, you would see what a coach's intensity is like. That dude is all about football, all about it. And uh, while we were off, evidently football got a little hairy out in Gilbert, where former Steeler, mostly New England Patriot, though, was it Legarrette Blunt started to punch people at a Pee Wee football game or something? Yeah, in Gilbert. <laughs> That's hilarious. You don't fight LeGarrette Blunt at a kid's that's football a, game. It's just a, a bad man. idea. And even if you're big and you're trying to go, I, I think I can take him, don't. Because you're on the news now and it's just a bad idea. But I don't know what boiled up. I don't know what's going on in Gilbert with, uh, you know, uh, football and the black the people and white people. Up. And I was like, it just seems like I didn't know. Every time I turn on the news, uh, Gilbert's got a problem and uh, – it's racism, and I'm like, Jesus, I thought there were like four black people in Gilbert, and why are they ganging up on him so bad? LeGarrette Blunt's one of them? For crying out loud, LeGarrette, move out of that. You're a target over there. I don't even like going through Gilbert when I'm tan, just in case they start throwing rocks and garbage at me. <laughs> he stole that Jeep. <laughs> There's no question that Jeep is stolen. Yeah, said, I'm just tan. I was golfing. He's a liar. They don't golf. Who's <laughs> in the pool? Oh, now you've really pissed me off. Uh, speaking of Mormons, I'm watching the uh, Peacock special, A Friend Next Door, which is about that Mormon family that let the neighbor friend 
take their daughter like three or four times. She was 12, and like he kept kidnapping her, and they just kept letting him back in. And then he gave the dad a hand job, and yeah, you're back. Yeah, oh, it's it's, it's not a, it's a, a TV new- show now. Oh, and it is uh, better, better than the documentary. It's remarkably Mormon. Like it's uncomfortably Mormon. If people don't know, I I, th- I would I would wonder if people in like uh, states that don't have a high Mormon population would understand what the cheesy nature of these characters is. It might just appear to be bad acting to someone who's not familiar with Mormonism because it's the whole "All right, everybody, hop hop hop, everybody, let's go." And the kids are walking out the house, hot two, hot one, and they're doing these like things. Like parents don't do that, but they do in this. Like they're really square. Regimented. Super, like, just dopey, white, pure, almost throwbacks in time, nerdy. It's just super over-the-top characterization of Mormonism. But the lady that is doing it is the one who was kidnapped over and over. Her name's Jan. If you don't know this story, it's amazing. There's a documentary about it, but now that they've made it, it's on the Peacock channel, which, by the way, it's another four ninety nine a month out of my pocket yep. for now. It'll be another ten. Worth yeah, it. It's totally worth it to watch this. There was a line last night because I know that uh, the Colin Hanks is playing the the main dad, and uh, and uh, I know from the documentary that at one point this this friend of his talked him into giving him a hand job. That's how naive he was. Like the Lord would never lie or send a liar to him. So this guy's saying, hey, the God told me last night that we should, you know, pleasure each other because what friends would do is make each other feel good. And he's like, you think? And he's like, but God wouldn't lie. And he's like, you'd probably jerk this guy off. Oh, so man. he does it. <laughs> and, and was that after having his way with his wife? Or yes. That was a, well, yeah. you, 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 you banged the whole family. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so there's a line where he calls. And no one would get this until later, but Colin Hanks is on the phone, and the guy on the other line says, uh, you know, he's always talking. His name is B, Brother B. He goes, Brother B's always talking great about you. And Colin Hanks goes, well, that's nice. And he goes, always said you're good to lend a hand. And he, the phone, he just hangs up the phone, and I'm like, that's about the jerk off. That's there already happened. They just haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, it's great. I would never want to be in a religion that made me so naive that, that Brett could go, you know, God was talking to me yesterday, and I'm like, ooh. I better listen to this. <laughs> I don't want to be there. He says you should jerk me off. Oh, really? That's not a new think? religion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would immediately uh, be I'm out. I'd be a Hindu. Like, yeah. nah, God's not telling him. Like, at least Vishnu's got a bunch of arms. That would make There's, sense. Yeah. You got a bunch. But if God's telling your neighbor <laughs> that you should jerk him off, and you're not skeptical of that. God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, God. It's worth a shot to find somebody that dumb. You'd probably give me a hand job. I mean, God wouldn't lie, would he? I guess not. So I'm going to whip it out now, and you should probably get to work. No way. Yeah. I'd start worshiping Gozer from yeah, the oh, damn man, Ghostbusters would, yeah. or something. My atheism would kick in hard there. But it's pretty good. And it's super I was just cheap. caught up in the moment. Low, well, that's, I mean, the only, the just- that's the only time the guy cried in the documentary, right. talking about jerking his friend off. His daughter had been abducted four times. They're not friends times. anymore. No, four times. Not only that, they're like, if we let you live here, will you stop taking her? Sure. And they built they built a bedroom for him, and again, God said through aliens, "This is a this is a union that's meant to be." And they're like, eh, "Well, God wouldn't lie. This guy's pretty decent. He keeps stealing her anyway." So they build a room for him to stay down there with their twelve year old. They're like, "Look, what can we do to make it so you stop stealing her? Well, I could live with her. All right, deal. Shake good point. On. That's a good that's a good idea. <laughs> and they love to build. And then you go to shake on it, and he's like, "I'm not shaking your hand. I know. Hey, it's son of a bitch. I thought God told you that would make you feel good." 
Yeah, and the guy was a good builder, so he made walls around. Like, there's a shared room, and he's like, I don't like the shared room because the other kids get to watch me do what I do. So I'm excited about the way this one's going to end because they even keep making a point, like, in the middle of it to put up a, a thing on the screen that says, even though this is based on true events, we have we have juiced it up a little bit. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that's going to entail, but it's just for my entertainment at this point. But it's a real story. And I don't know how they talked the real people into doing the documentary in the first place. If I ever jerked Brady off and a film crew said, you want to talk about that? No. I forgive my brother. Like, it's immediate no. I don't want to talk about how Brady convinced me to jerk him off once. No. That's not in the documentary. If we allude to it, no. You don't have my permission for this anymore. I'm not doing this. In fact, if I jerked Brady off, there would be like a lifelong commitment to dodging pictures and cameras forever just so no one could ever point me out. That's a guy that broke dead. It's the Brady jerk. Yeah, it's a guy. Look at his hands. What was that like? <laughs> and he starts sobbing. <laughs> like, of course you're crying. People are filming you talking about jerking your pal off in front of your wife. Here's the good news. Still together. Oh, yeah. No, they can't. God told them not to get divorced. I mean, she banged him, too. Yeah. The worst that guy did was just tug him in front of a Ford Maverick. It was a Ford Maverick. Handjob in a Maverick. How Top 70s, notch. How 70s That's, that's a that. no-go. <laughs> yeah, the wife got all seduced by him. She started giving him the plug, and then <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's handing out jerkies and gave the daughter away. It's, it's, it's so unbelievable a story that them making it a movie is great. But I don't know how many episodes. First episode last night. I just don't know how it's going to go They over. covered some ground on that first episode. It's Well, no, they didn't get into oh. it. I know all the stuff. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I'm reading into the whole, he says, you're good for a hand. <laughs> I know what that means. And then he hangs up the phone real quick. And I'm like, oh, they haven't gotten to that. Why he's upset about. But he's basically saying he's kind of telling people. But he's hosing the wife. Getting handies from the dad. And he keeps stealing their daughter. And I'm like, that is television entertainment for me. I'm here for the stories. For $4.99 a month, I got another network. Counted them out last night. I got 17. 17? I didn't know there were 17. I either. I got a whole bunch of them lined up on the bottom of my TV. When I hit that button, all the apps roll up. I got 17 of them. Yeah, that's heavy. I wonder. I, well, a couple of them are free. Because you got the Samsung TV and Pluto. Oh, yeah. And Amazon Prime. Prime. But that's not free. I'm paying for other things to get right. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of just included. But yeah, I got a bunch of them. I don't know. I'm a bunch. Of, I'm probably paying We're for probably. 10. I'm, I got 10 or 11 that I'm paying for, for sure. And they start at $4.99, but I think every one of them's gone. Oh, and then the other thing is like it's free for the first couple weeks. But if you want to boost it up right now, you can pay the $4.99. And we'll get rid of some of the commercials. So right in the middle of the thing. It's like, uh, we interrupt this program. It's like this commercial just shows up, just like it does on YouTube. Yeah. Just right in the middle of what you're doing. It's yeah. a minute-long commercial. So, and, and it goes right, but there's no bumper. There's no break. You don't know you're going to commercial. And it's the same one. I've noticed. No, this, on, this, well, on, on, on Hulu. On, it's on, the, yeah, it's, Hulu. Peacock has the, it's like different stuff. Some of them are different length. And one just kind of chimed in with something for a music thing, and it seemed like it was part of the show. If it wasn't for the little thing in the oh, corner. Oh, like promoting an album? Yeah, or a, a I don't know what single? it was. It was like no, it was like a uh, like a thing that plays music, and it's and it was kind of filmed old school. And so there was a natural break in the show. This commercial starts, and I'm like, is this part of the? It took me like 15 seconds to realize, oh, this is just a commercial. So I can pay to get rid of those. 
So I'll be, I'll be 1450 before it's all over with the Peacock Network, which I didn't even know was a thing. And I go back to the old school where, where the actor just stops and like, you know what? Yeah. A great cup of coffee. <laughs> Chesterfield smokes. <laughs> Four to five doctors recommend Chesterfield. <laughs> Isn't that right, Lucy? Ah, oh, no. Now back to the show. Now back to the program. You don't want all them old ones because then you get, Mom, do you douche? Oh, God, that's right. (laughs) Stop bringing that up. On the beach. Mom, (laughs) do you douche? They should have had Sam Elliott do that. Oh, man. Do you douche? (laughs) Got your attention? You, Sam Elliott wants me to douche. Course douche. Oh, (laughs) The banquet douche. (laughs) You want to attract a man? Make it smell like a beer. Never drinking. Quarter douche. (laughs) The banquet douche. From the rich waters of Golden, Colorado. (laughs) Anyway, good to be home. Uh, it's 724. Let's get a wake-up song. What do you got over there, Bert? Right, wake-up song brought to you by our boys over there at Action Ride Shop. Uh, e-bike season is officially over. Now we're oh, back yeah. to regular mountain bike season. So got to congratulate Richard. Oh, we got a winner? Yeah, we got a winner. I they, thought we were going to do it. They drew hi, it Richard. over the weekend. Ah. They drew it over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I got hi, Richard in there. I don't have it with me. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot. Got it? No, all right, it's all right. All right. Well, there it is. Hi, Richard. Right, Congratulations. He got himself a $14,000 bike. I know. I'm jealous. Dick. Prick. Uh, hi, Richard. <laughs> but for all your mountain bike needs... Head on over there to actionrideshop.com. They got you hooked up. If, if you're eyeing up an e-bike still, even though it's e-bike season is officially over, Dick. Yeah, get you one. <laughs> also, Hi, don't, Richard. Also, don't forget Dick. Action Ride Shop for all your snow needs because that's going to be coming up very shortly. So actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. All right. On the list, Ozzy. Oh, wait a minute. We got it's uh, Technically, it's uh, Italian Heritage Day. Yeah. Indigenous Peoples Day, really. But your folks That's are they say. still having a parade in New York. Yeah. With, uh, you know, tomato stained t shirts. Gabagool. Yeah, got Gabagool. You got a nice meat, meat platter. <laughs> I loved when I had the New York channels on my DirecTV because they televised the Columbus Day Parade. Oh, do they? Oh, man. And it's just food trucks with balloons on them driving down the road. Go, go. And people run up and get like big giant cakes with flour all over them or powdered sugar or something. Oh, and then yeah, they just destroy it with red sauce. It's like that's a dessert to them. It was on anything. And it, well, it had everything. <laughs> Meatballs on a stick, just hammering anything they could get their hands on. Cheese. Cannolis. All the kids oh, are fat and covered in cheese. Everybody wearing a Dago tee that doesn't, it's yeah, two exactly. sizes too yeah, small. It's way and, too yeah. small. One of, them, one of the things says, F- the Indians on it. They're like mad about Indians. It was the best. So I don't know if they still do anything. Are you going to the Italian? you got to go to the Italian American Club today. I might do that. Because I want to hear stories about what they talk about, how mad they are that their day's gone over the biggest farce in the history of American (laughs) history. is Columbus himself. Brady's from a city named after that beast. That Spaniard found nothing. He made it to the West (laughs) Indies. He never even got here. (laughs) But, man, we celebrate him because you guys love him so much. Are you doing anything? I'm not, no. I'll tip back some Sambuca and stuff. What kind of Italian uh, are you? I'll probably throw on a casino later this afternoon. It means more now than it ever (laughs) has. (laughs) This goes to casino. That's what Italians do. Watch movies about other Italians. (laughs) This is good heritage here. This is, what, 96? (laughs) It's good stuff. This thing's almost 30 years old. I can go back to the Godfather. I can go old school. You're not going to do that. (laughs) You watch Mickey Blue Eyes or something. <laughs> no, come on. 
in your goddamn mind. <laughs> All right. So, would you order out a little babo, some Olive Garden? Uh, no, uh, no. Those places, make your those own places sauce? should be closed. It's bubbly crust. Is your dad coming over? <laughs> no. Nah. What the hell's going uh, on in this Italian they family? Plans. You didn't even know it was Italian. No, they, I did. I did. Liar. They broke I did. Yeah, you're broken. The Indians broke you. Even Medea <laughs> Mathi- <even Mathi laughs> just woke me up this morning. We're going to kiss him. Happy Columbus Day. Oh, no. Is that real? <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, because he forgot. <laughs> I was going to say. that is. You didn't know it was Columbus Day until you got no, here. No, I did. I Liar. did. She told me last night. She reminded me that tomorrow. You didn't know last night. I wasn't paying attention. I was watching oh, football. Wow. You didn't have your tree oh, up. Oh, that's what that meant. <laughs> You didn't have the three boats in the front yard? No, I don't no. know. That's the pilgrims. No. <laughs> the three <laughs> boats. He, he, no. Have, no, he had three boats. Yeah, yeah he, he did. Need a pinch Santa Maria. That's right. Not that Mayflower and that nonsense. They just crashed those up against yeah. Boston. And it was the little uh, kid that saw the land. I don't know any of that. <laughs> that's from the movie, too, Brady. Stop it. Don't make that history, Oliver Stone. No, they gave him credit now. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know if a child saw it. It's just a beautiful story that a he kid... He wasn't a child. Because, well, it represents... It's metaphor. The only one that could fit up in the crow's it. nest. It's a metaphor. They didn't have kids crawling all over that boat. Hey, land ho! <laughs> yeah. A child saw the new land of garbage, bullsh**. Some scurvy, skinny weirdo up in that kick. Ah! And they hit the land, and then Columbus got out. Puts a flag in it and then goes home and then was they they put him in jail or something they hated him back home. He stole a bunch of Indians like who the hell are these guys? We discovered your land. I discovered it. We were here already. We discovered your land. Oh God, they've got weapons. <laughs> and Columbus Day was born. What a glorious! They teach they teach that in school every year. I sit back and laugh. And now it's Indigenous Peoples Day. And I can't imagine what it's like when I teach in that in school because it's got to be pretty vanilla. And, and Nowadays, the, oh, absolutely. Oh, I, can't, I don't think they talk about what really happened. Probably just saying, today's the day we celebrate the Native Americans who were on this land before Columbus came here. And scorched it. <laughs> Killed For me, known as a baseball team <laughs> and a football team. Right, yeah. <laughs> now they're the Washington Commander Skins. Oh, did, speaking of that, did you did you watch any of that game? The Commanders oh, yeah. game? There was the at Commodores? One, at one point, the guy said the R Reds word, oh. and, and they hit the delay on him, and he goes, oh, Commander. oh, yeah, you could hear it. What? Yeah, it was near the end of the game. It was, I think it was I in the fourth that. quarter or something. I just call them the Commander skins now. Yeah. It makes everybody happy. But yeah, they, they beeped his beeped Oh, his they ass, beeped yeah. Redskins? Yeah. Well, they put the delay on like we do here. Yeah. What do they do when they show John Riggins clips from the Super Bowls? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's ridiculous. Just got a text in. You guys aren't anything if you don't play Cochise today. Screw you, and, Brett. And Cochise is this. That's it. He's 100% right. Audio Slaves Cochise for Indigenous Peoples Day. That's exactly right. Because they took it back, the natives, and this is theirs. That's a good thing. I've always believed that Columbus. I even remember asking that question, like, how do you discover something when people are already there? And Miss Abby Lusane in fourth grade at Osuna Elementary School had no answer for me. And she was black. Like, she understood. Like, she was very active in the community. As a, She was like one of the Albuquerque's, uh, like, faces of diversity. She was an amazing woman. Won all sorts of awards. Was on TV all the time. She was my fourth grade teacher. And I, how do you discover something when somebody was already there? And she didn't have a good answer. I remember sitting there thinking, this isn't discovery. You can't go in someone's house and discover it if they're just not using they, it. They uh, took over. Yeah, they, they conquered it. They <laughs> stole it. But that's how things used to work back then. 
in an argument for my Italian brothers. I like this land. Look, back in the day, it wasn't PC. You saw something you liked, you beat it up, and you took it. And if they beat you up, they kept it. It's just how theirs. things worked. Sure, though. It yeah, wasn't then, right, but that's yeah. just how things worked. And was it right? No. Hasn't changed. Well, it has changed right a little bit, and we gave them indigenous people's day. I mean, there's well, still, yeah, no, they're still looking at about. Ukraine and Russia, but that's the geopolitics played a part in that. This was just, hey, this is a nice place. Let's kick the living crap out of these people and take it. It's different because there was actual land, was actual currency. And Ukraine is just a political grab and trying to manipulate UN things or the uh, the whatever that thing is the, the United the what whatever Ukraine's trying to get involved in. You know that that's just trying to egg us on. It's all politics. Back then there was no politics. You just walked up and you said, "I think we can take them." It would be like going to your neighbor's house and seeing frail people and I like their house better than mine, and kicking their ass out yeah, out. <laughs> and if they beat us up. It's their house. That's on. Yeah, that's on you. Our, our tribe is expanding. Well, we need a little room. Bottom line is, if you take something from somebody, that's the way it used to work. Does it make it right? No. Can we fix it? Probably not. But you get Indigenous People's Day, which I think is offensive more than anything else. Here, you get a day to remind you that we took it. <laughs> I'd rather have Columbus Day. Just so it made us all look stupid that we were celebrating a guy who never actually landed here. They don't even get a full month. They just get the one day. That's a good point. Man. Man, that's rough. Good point. It ends at five. It's not in the full <laughs> day. You get the sun down. Is this a Jew thing? <laughs> the sun goes down and it's over or what? <laughs> yep. Then they eat Indian matzah and they're done. <laughs> and speaking of that, while we're on uh, you know, making fun of everybody, the Greek festival happened within a little bit of my house. Did you go? Absolutely not. First off, I don't like Greek food. Second, I don't think I like Greek people. Uh, your music, three days in a row, in my backyard, it sounds an awful lot like what terrorists play. It is not, that is terror music. That is those high-pitched, squealy, I'm like, they're planning an attack. That is, that's Middle Eastern. That isn't Greek. And then it just never ends. Like, there's no breaks. The song starts at 7, and then at 10.15, it stops. And it's terrible. And they're handing out these little Greek Lunchables, like those olives and the cheese and yeah. the cracker. And like this <laughs> Lunchables. <laughs> acting like that's what they do in Greece. It's just awful. And it clogs up the whole neighborhood. But that music of yours, Greek people, man, oh, man, is it bad. And I don't know the difference between that and everything I hear when they do videos of, like, uh, Jihadi John cutting somebody's hands off. Because that background music and what I heard all weekend long from that Greek church was the same. I'm not saying you're terrorists. I'm saying you remind me of them. Vasilius and Proko's jam for a weekend. <laughs> well, they can have the weekend. It sounds like a great time. I've been once. The Greek Lunchables are where I draw the line. Hey, well, like the dudes? No. <laughs> Greek Lunchable? Yeah, I'll have that. They give you a little tray. It's got a couple of olives, different kinds of olives. I don't like olives. And then, like, bread with olives in it. And meat with, like, chunks of olives in it. Feta. A lot of feta. A lot of, like... Crumbled dirt cheese. And everybody acts like they like it or they're big under the Greek culture. No, you're not. And then the dancing and the bad uniforms, it's just, it's, a, it's awful. And it's huge. It is massive. Missed it again. Yep. Well, you know what I did? I had pizza in honor of Columbus. And uh, that was better. 
So, all I ask, Creeks, is that you change up the tunes a little bit. We threw in some Rihanna or some Doja Cat or something in the middle of some of that terror music you guys are throwing out. Yanni, there. you know, throw a little Yanni in there. Look, maybe. if if uh, if a few El Qaeda's were driving around down there and just got within earshot of that music, they they would assume there's a meeting going on. They would drive towards the music, <laughs> like, oh, we're going after some more buildings. All right, I didn't get the memo. I'm going to shoot over to them. Oh, it's Greeks. I didn't know they would. That's cultural appropriation. They stole all that terror music. Horrible sounds coming out of that church, and it's right down the road from me, so I hear it. Seven o'clock. <laughs> it never ends. Oh, I don't ah. even hear the people. I wouldn't mind the people screaming <laughs> "Opa" every once in a while. I don't think there's anything worse than a non-Greek doing "Opa." <laughs> Get out of here. Go break, break a plate. But Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, I think that is a great thing. Finally, rid ourselves of that horrible lie called Columbus. Oh boy. They should go put a headdress on the Statue of Columbus at the Indian or at the Italian American thing on 12th You'd Street. You'd see some gunfire going <laughs> on out there. So you I know was. there's a sniper on the scene. Oh, on the he's roof, sitting there just, just going, guarding, come on, come on. guarding the statue. <laughs> the weird little Columbus. He's about 5'4, but he's sitting on a huge pedestal right there on 12th Street and like Northern. He's got his Tommy gun out ready yeah. to go. Oh, happy me day. <laughs> Can't take it from me. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.